Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. It has been a weird week for me, guys. I, If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably already seen that my grandfather was life-lighted to the hospital earlier this week, and there were a lot of emotions going on. He definitely pulled through at the last moment, so I have just been inundated with all kinds of emotions this week, you know, shock, fear, grief, anger, hope, excitement, all of them. And so I came back into town on Friday, and I just had to do nothing. Like, I needed a break emotionally, mentally, all the things. And my inner critic or that ego side of me was like, oh, but that's so unproductive. Or I've already taken off so much time to to be with family this past week that I really need to take some time to catch up on work, to get ahead, or to at least get through my email inbox, right? But I knew in my gut that I needed a day to rest, to unwind, and I knew I needed to honor that in order to be where I wanted to be the rest of the weekend. So I decided to listen to that, and I just took the time I needed to process and to allow myself to heal from all the shit that I'd just gone through, right? Like, it felt pretty heavy, and I knew that I needed to create the space to just work through that in whatever way I needed to. And so... There was no point in feeling guilty about this because it is what I knew I needed. And I likely wouldn't have been productive at work anyway because I was dealing with all this shit or, you know, trying to process it as best I could. So any work I would have been able to do probably wouldn't have been my best anyway. So I decided to just push aside my laptop, put my phone up, turn off my emails, turn on Do Not Disturb for my phone. I pulled out a book, got a lot of good reading in, which I haven't, I feel like I haven't really done a lot of fictional reading as much as I've wanted to lately. So I'd made time for that. I even watched a few movies, took a long nap, which I usually do not do. Like I took a nap. I'm so proud of myself and went for a couple walks, ordered takeout all day. Like I didn't do anything. And I sure as hell didn't do any of the things that my ego thought I should be doing. And because of this, I feel recharged today. I feel good. I feel more at peace and more abundant. I feel like I'm back in alignment. So today I want to talk about why resting is critical to success. Because lately, at least in the U.S., things are starting to return to some sort, to some sense of normalcy, right? 
COVID numbers have gone down. More people are getting vaccinated. Work days are picking up. Like there's just this sense of like everyone wants to try to get back to the way things were. And of course, there's going to be a new normal, right? Like no one says that that's not going to be the case. But we're already seeing that work days are picking up. Social calendars are booking out. External commitments are starting to rise. But before we jump back into this new normal, let's not forget about the lessons that this pandemic has taught us, right? Or at least me. Like, I know this is a lesson that I absolutely want to carry into the next year. The most critical lesson that I've learned is that rest is productive. I'm going to say it again. Rest is productive. Because a lot of career women, especially early on, make the mistake of brushing off downtime. It's like there's this unspoken rule that to be successful, you cannot have time to slow down and recharge. But I call bullshit on this. We have so much technology now to help us be more productive so that we can afford to take the time to rest. And instead of using this extra time, we decide to be hyperproductive. We decide to use that extra time to help us do more, accomplish more instead of resting. And this is not sustainable in the long term. And the one thing that I hate is that in our society, rest is often associated with laziness or like the absence of work. Oh, you're resting, so you're not doing anything, right? That's kind of where that idea that rest is unproductive comes from. But no, change the narrative. Rest is the power source of your best work. Say that again. Rest is the power source of your best work. So if you want to be doing your best work on a day-to-day basis, you need to be building in more time for rest. That's going to make you more productive. I guarantee it. And this isn't just Brie Brown's opinion, by the way. There are statistics and studies that are done on this. And from a manifestation perspective, how can you manifest a life that is freer and provides more time if you don't already have it now, if you're not already making that a priority in your life? If you can't even make space for stillness within your current lifestyle, then how are you going to make time for it later? Or how is that going to be a priority for you later if it's not now? Or you say it's going to be a priority later, but again, the habits you're forming now will carry into the successful version of you as well. And when we're this busy, by the way, we are on the verge of burnout. It's the number one cause, just hyperproductivity. So how is that energy helping you create a life of abundance? Because we love to lie to ourselves and say, oh, but when I, you know, quote unquote, make it, I'll slow down and then I'll take more time to relax. And until then, I just have to hustle and grind. And when I finally get there, I'll take my moment to breathe. No, babe, if you're not building these habits now, you won't have them later either. And you can't manifest what you're not a match for. A hyperproductive hustle mindset does not manifest a life of contentment and pleasure because those are two very different energies, right? Two very different vibrations. That hyperproductive hustle mindset will manifest more productivity and more things to do because that is the energy. That is what is in alignment with that sort of lifestyle. So by all means, work hard. I'm not saying don't work hard, but make intentional time for rest in between your bursts of working hard. Allow yourself to step back and step off that hamster wheel and take a break because otherwise you will get burned out. 
and you won't be producing your best work. And you won't be building in that habit for your future successful self. And so then you will still feel burned out and wondering why you feel unfulfilled in some way. And I hate to break it to y'all. Actually, I don't. I love breaking this to y'all. But burnout is a result of the scarcity mindset. Burnout is scarcity mindset or comes from scarcity mindset. You get burnt out when you believe that there is not enough time, money, or success in some area of your life. There is a not-enoughness going on, right? So your solution is to work to the point of burnout because if you were coming from a place of abundance, you would intuitively know that there's plenty of time, plenty of success, plenty of money, right? All of those things, that abundant side, because you already know that you are and have enough as it is, and you are able to accept more. But that's not the energy you're operating from when you're burned out, because all you are operating from is this, I need more, I don't have, and so I need to hustle, 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 go, 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 not allow time for rest because there's not enough time. Scarcity. And in addition to having this scarcity mindset, disregarding downtime and calling it a waste of time is also a symptom of perfectionism, lack of boundaries, lack of self-worth, or really any combination of these symptoms. These things have a tendency to overlap. And I know these symptoms well because I have had every single one of them. So allow me to save you a few years on therapy on this matter and just talk a little bit about what I was doing. I had this idea that I had to be extremely busy all the time. I had to be in every organization, on every board, at every social event. If I had a night off, like, oh my gosh, what can I be doing? Who can I be meeting with? What can I be doing to move myself forward? And the main reason I kept such a busy schedule was that it allowed me to justify my failures when I didn't do well. And it also gave me a sense of importance. Like, oh, I know it was bad, but I just didn't have enough time because there were these other 10 million things that are also super important that I was doing, you know? And when I did do well, like, man, just imagine if I'd had more time, right? It could have been so much better. A hectic schedule can be both protection from shame when things go wrong and an ego boost when they go right. And if I allowed myself to rest there would be a critical flaw in my performance. I couldn't allow rest because it was my excuse if I performed badly. So I didn't want to make time for rest. I didn't want to make that a habit. Because if I had time to rest, I also had time to do better at XYZ. And I always had to do better because I didn't feel worthy or valuable on my own. And not allowing myself to rest also enabled my anxiety and my perfectionism, which, you know, pretty much the same thing. But (laughs) and as an example, when I procrastinated too much because of my anxiety, I blamed my busy schedule so that I didn't have to ask myself why I was so anxious. And when I started chronically procrastinating to the point where other people were noticing, all of a sudden my schedule, my super busy schedule became my shield. Like, everyone will know that my super busy schedule is the only reason why I procrastinated so much on this other thing or why I've dropped the ball over here or why I failed at this. It's not me. It's my schedule. Shield. So why would I allow myself to rest if that took away my shield, my excuses? And if I had time to rest, 
then I had time to avoid procrastination and all the emotional baggage that caused me to procrastinate in the first place, right? Like, I'd have to address that. And if I allowed myself to rest, what was waiting for me there? What ugly emotions waited for me when I finally had time to address them? When you have a habit of suppressing emotions, you feel the need to stay busy as a distraction. You might think that if you stop to reflect on the shit you haven't dealt with, that you might not ever stop resting. You might get stuck or you might get weighted down with all that shit that you haven't been dealing with that you don't know how to get things going again. You don't know how to get back into motivation or back into the go-go-go hustle. And that's when I hear the excuse a lot. But if I stop to rest, I'll lose my motivation. And if this is you, then maybe you're not motivated by the right thing to begin with. And maybe that is what you do not want to deal with. Maybe that is a huge question for you and it's just something you're trying to avoid answering. And so you don't want to let yourself get there because then you have to look at that question and really dive into that for yourself. And that might make you uncomfortable because you might know what you need to do and you're avoiding it or you don't want to have to make the decision. It's scary in some way. And when I didn't allow myself to rest, I would literally laugh about not having time as I crammed in more shit to do. Like family would ask me things like, do you ever just stop? Do you ever slow down? When do you make time for yourself? And I would always reply with something like, only when I'm dead or rest is for the weary. <laughs> like, my hyper productivity was like a badge of honor that I was wearing proudly. Oh, I am so busy. Therefore, I look important or I appear worthy or I look successful. But I didn't really believe any of these things about myself. It was this facade that I kept up. And it led to a crippling imposter syndrome because I felt like I was tricking everyone. Like, oh, they all think I'm super important and successful because I have this hyper busy schedule. But if only they knew that I had this hyper busy schedule to avoid my anxiety and my, my issues with perfectionism. And if I stopped to rest, everyone would know that I was a fraud, that all my plates would fall. And if I stopped to rest, I wouldn't have any more excuses. I would have to face the uncomfortable and probably the vulnerable sides of me that I'd suppressed. But here's the thing. When you stop to rest, you are at your most creative. You enjoy pleasure more. So shit like fun, food, sex even, <laughs> all of that is intensified when you allow yourself to rest. They become way more enjoyable. That's why when we go on vacation, we tend to enjoy ourselves a lot more. We tend to have better sex and better food and all of those things. It's like how much is actually the new place and the new food and how much of it is just the fact that you're able to actually notice how pleasurable and enjoyable those things are. And when you stop to rest, your memory improves. In fact, all of your cognitive abilities improve when you're resting. And when you make this a habit, you also find what is important to you and things become more clear. You also make time to gain clarity on past traumas. So if you're someone that's really trying to work through your anxiety and your limiting beliefs, creating space for rest will help you gain perspective on some of those things and help you work through those things. And rest or creating time for rest also creates space for new passions to form. Because rest can be something creative, right? Like sometimes I rest and I crochet. Sometimes I rest and I read. 
Sometimes I rest and then I go out and garden. Like rest doesn't have to just be sitting on a couch, right? It can be whatever, whatever refills your cup, like whatever re-energizes you. That's what we're talking about here with the rest. It's not you need to be taking more naps. <laughs> it's, it's not what I'm saying. But when you do rest, you are happier. You're less stressed. You are more connected. And statistics show that you are more productive after you've taken the time to rest, to rest your brain, your body, your critical thinking skills even. And studies show that if two people are given the same project and one person takes time to rest while the other person just powers through, the person who rested usually achieves better results in the same time frame with less cortisol. Rest is productive. And rest allows you to become the best version of you. So do not tell me that rest is not productive. Instead, ask yourself why rest makes you feel uncomfortable or even vulnerable. Go there. Figure out why you have to go, 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 go and have this crazy, hectic, busy schedule. What is that protecting you from? And knowing everything that we covered in today's episode, why would anyone brag about not having time for rest? Why is there this social issue or this social taboo around resting and laziness? It can't be further from the truth. So I'm taking the opportunity to rest more this week, and I hope you do the same. I want y'all to be honoring your own needs as well. So a few actionable tips. Make a plan this week. Schedule in time for rest. And if you're one of those people like me where you live by your schedule, literally block time in your calendar for rest and do not compromise on that schedule block. Like if someone else is trying to have a call or a meeting or they're trying to huddle up with you on something and that is during your rest block, say no. Hold that boundary. Rest is important and it makes you more productive. Therefore, rest is just as important as eating, drinking water. You need to incorporate it and you need to honor it for yourself. So please let me know how it's going for you. DM me on Instagram or just tag, even tag me in like out of office photos that's like, hey, I'm owning that I need rest. So I'm going to be MIA for the next day or two. Like, hell yeah, tag me in that shit too. I want to see that you guys are being very intentional about creating space for rest. So while everyone else is trying to get back into the hustle, 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 go, 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 go lifestyle that we had pre-COVID, be the person that holds your boundaries and says, no, I want to honor the fact that I need rest. Here's when I'm going to do it. Here's how many social commitments I want to do a week. Here's how many work commitments I want to make a week. And that's another thing. Experiment with what your limits are. I'm one of those people where I can only do one to two social events a week before I'm exhausted. What number is that for you? Maybe you're one of those people where you're energized when you go and have a lot of social events and you want more social events in your day. Okay, great. But still know what that limit is and then know when you're going to come back from that, right? Like when are you going to rest and do the opposite and embrace that other side of you? And how many work meetings can or calls can you have a day before you need some rest to recharge? So experiment with those different thresholds this week. Figure out what your limits are, what your boundaries need to be, and be that person that's very intentional about holding that as things start to normalize again. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. 
Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.